welcome back to the Mindful Belly Don't Eat Your Feelings podcast. I'm your host and health coach, Ellie Rome. So today in this episode, this is some Monday motivation for you guys. Um, so today we're day 14 in the 21 Day Reset. This is a group program that I lead about four times a year. The next one will be in January. And it's right now we have about 25 people resetting together. They're doing awesome. And it's a very practical paleo style protocol, but done in a way that's super sustainable, that everyone just wants to keep going and they're doing so well and just really making it work into your lifestyle. But on top of the what to eat, we're also really navigating emotional eating, sugar addiction, how to stop binge eating or overeating. And so this is a lot of the stuff I work on with my one-on-one clients as well. And today's topic was all around creating a mealtime ritual to help prevent overeating and to help make you more present and choosing the right foods that are nourishing to your body and paying attention to how foods are affecting you and how you feel after a meal and to start really cultivating presence with food. So again, today's topic was all around mealtime rituals. And I want to share that with you because it massively transformed the way I show up with food. So many of you, maybe who are new to this podcast, or maybe you've heard it before, but I was a complete sugar addict, binge eater, overeater. I pretty much overate every single day committing, then would recommit to myself that I wouldn't do it again. And then I would do it again. And it was often because I was using food to numb. So one of my favorite quotes is from Dr. Michelle May, and it's something along the lines of hunger or a craving that doesn't come from true hunger, food will never satisfy. And so for me, it was definitely me trying to fill an emotional void or just food was the way it helped calm my central nervous system. So every time I'd get in a stress state or would want a break, it was always associated with food. It was like, and I think a lot of that came from when in college, I was a chemical engineer student. So I was constantly studying, obsessed with school to an unhealthy degree. And the only time I would allow myself to break was to eat. So then I very much associated with anything that was downtime was like eating time. And so food, I mean, even throughout my life, has just been this coping mechanism, this ability to calm my central nervous system. And I know like for a lot of people, it's smoking. The ritual becomes like every time I take a break, I smoke. So then therefore that sense of relaxation just gets associated with the cigarette. So then the mind starts thinking, well, I need the food or I need the cigarette to calm down. When in reality, it's just, we need, just need the break. And to break that habit of associating the food with the break or the cigarette with the break. And so it's how to do that is to start implementing pauses throughout your day where you're not reaching for food. You're not reaching for a cigarette or alcohol or a distraction. You're literally just taking pauses for yourself to breathe, to calm your central nervous system down. And this is huge. This is a huge first step to, to not using food to do that. And then now I do want to talk about this mealtime ritual. So to avoid overeating, as I mentioned, I was constantly overeating. Even when I was eating like paleo, like super like healthy foods, I was still overeating. And a lot of that was because either I was procrastinating. I didn't want to go back to work. So I would just keep eating or I was out with people and I would just keep eating at um, everyone else's eating. So I'm just going to keep eating. Or most of the time it was just because I was completely unconscious not being present with my food and just wanted to eat, eat, eat. I wasn't paying attention. So I wasn't getting the satiation signals from my body or even checking in with how I was feeling. It was just this unconscious eating or I'd be eating, standing up, grabbing things on the go. And what I've learned that helped so much in not only eating less and not needing as much food, 
but also just feeling so much more satiated with food and not craving things because I'm actually taking time to let my brain in on the whole experience of eating, which is using these posts or these mealtime rituals. So I want to help you build your own. Um, so I'm going to go through some tips for you. So these are 10 tips you can start using to build a mealtime ritual to help you stop overeating and to really just become way more mindful and conscious of your, of your eating habits. Okay. So number one is slowing down. One of the main reasons we overeat is just because we're going too fast. We're speeding through life so fast. We end up inhaling food. I know this is me just like inhaling food and then getting to the end of it and being like, what even just happened? Did I like, I don't even remember eating. And then I'd want to eat more because it was like, I didn't even get to enjoy it because I was eating so fast. So to help slow you down, it's so important to calm down your central nervous system in these states and to not use food to do that, but to, you can use that do you can use that with your breath. Breath is so powerful. It's the best tool because it's always with you. It's free and it can absolutely change your state in the matter of like 10 seconds. So what I'd invite you to do is before food, you allow food to cross your lips, check in. Am I about to eat this under stress? And this doesn't necessarily mean like a negative stress, but just that you're in like this heightened fight or flight state that you maybe go, go, going all throughout the day and just like shoving food in your mouth. So am I about to eat under stress? And then take at minimum, just take three deep breaths, big inhale through your nose, big exhale through your mouth. Or what I really invite my clients to do is to practice the five, five, seven breath. This is a five second inhale, a five second hold and a seven second exhale. And to do that at least three times. And usually after the third time, the mind is calm enough to keep going. It's just like really getting yourself to pause when it's like you've got a freight train that's of this momentum that just wants to shovel food and doesn't want to stop. And if you can just get yourself to pause and take that first round of breath, it's like the momentum subsides and you can stay in it and you can just keep breathing and calming your central nervous system. And then the reason also we want to do this is it's so massively important for digestion so when we're in fight or flight state, our, our digestion shuts off. You can think about it. If you were running from a tiger, would you be concerned about, about digesting a sandwich? No, your, your body's going to flood your blood to your brain for quick thinking and your limbs for running away. And so your digestion shuts off. And therefore, if we're in this state, we're not assimilating the nutrients that we really could be. We're not digesting our food. A lot of times it's just like we've got this heavy lump in our stomach. And I can lead to low energy and also just not feeling full or satiated because the, you're not digesting your food and getting those satiation signals or digesting it as well. And so to be able to slow down, to get yourself from that fight or flight state, which is our sympathetic autonomic nervous system state into our parasympathetic state, which is the rest and digest response. So we're calm that our bodies can focus on digestion, break down our food, assimilate nutrients, and then actually get the signals to our brain that we're full and slowing down is just the biggest piece of this and y'all before you even start eating when you're smelling your food and like already you start producing digestive enzymes to start breaking it down you produce salivary enzymes in your mouth and your stomach starts to produce digestive enzymes and that an hcl hydrochloric acid to break down your food so especially if you've got ibs if you've got indigestion gerd like it's so important to slow down let your digestion work for you 
Okay, so that's the first tip. Ask yourself, am I about to eat under stress? The answer is yes. Take a couple deep breaths, ground, five, five, seven, commit to like three rounds of that. And it makes such a difference. And then you're not eating out of stress mode to calm yourself. You can calm yourself without food and then actually eat for true hunger. And check in, like, am I even hungry or did I just, was I just reaching for this food because I wanted to calm down? Okay, so that's number one. Number two is to put your food on a plate and sit down in a designated place for eating. Okay, so these are kind of two different things, but put your food on a plate. This one I have to remind myself constantly to not just like eat out of the pan or um, eat standing up. It makes such a difference if you can just get yourself, notice the moment where you wanna just stick the fork in your mouth and eat standing up and go put your food on a plate, go sit down, gift yourself the two or three minutes it takes to eat. Like it doesn't take that long if you're eating by yourself. So can you give yourself that time to fully dedicate to your meal? Sit down. And the reason I say in a place dedicated for eating is this is so huge for mindful eating. So a lot of my clients, and I did this, like start associating certain activities with food. So if you're eating in bed, watching TV, or if you're eating on the couch, ice cream, watching TV, that gets conditioned in the mind. So it starts pairing these activities. So every time you sit down to watch TV, your mind's like, where's the ice cream? Where's the food? Or you go to bed and you're, you're starting to crave things and salivate for chocolate and sweets or carbs or crunchy. And so to start really designating certain places for food activities and the other places are not. So like a kitchen table, a countertop, that that's where you eat. And if you're in bed and you're wanting to eat, great. Get up and go to the countertop and re recondition your mind to associate foods with certain areas so that you're not queued up to crave ice cream when you go to bed. Okay, so get your food on a plate, sit down, breathe. And then the next thing is to stick your phone in a drawer, close your computer. Distracted eating is one of the biggest reasons we overeat. It's, we're not paying attention to our actual fullness signals. We're not really paying attention to our food. So our brain's not getting all the, the senses engaged. So if you can turn your phone off or at least just put it in a drawer for three minutes and you're not getting cortisol spikes too, that fight or flight state gets activated when we're getting bings and texts and scrolling through Instagram and getting little hits of dopamine. Like if we can just keep our state calm and focus on our food and, and bring gratitude to the meal. That's another tip is just to bring them, take a moment of appreciation for your food. What's the quality of your food? I mean, it's going to shift your mindfulness. When you slow down, you're actually like, what am I putting in my body? Is, are these ingredients worthy of my body? And then gratitude for food truly changes the energy of what you're putting in your body. So if you can slow down and just be like, wow, so grateful I've got these eggs and whoever grew these vegetables or whoever raised this meat, I'm so grateful for the animals that sacrificed their life for me. Like as I eat this, I'm gonna, you know, this is fueling every cell of my being. I'm going to take that with, with pride and responsibility to, you know, if I'm, the circle, the cycle of life, I'm taking this life, like I'm going to show up in my fullness. And this is going to nourish every cell. And it makes a difference when you have with that kind of intention. And I have to remind myself to pause and do this because it's so easy to just, to just not to realize how lucky we are to have food on our plate and not just be completely mindless about it. Um, and engaging all of your senses so if you're able to come into the present moment with your food and really slowing down, just see your food, look at it, smell it, 
What do you smell? What do you appreciate about the smells? Taste every single bite. I know for myself, if I have to slow down, I'm, I'm focused on the next bite as I'm chewing one. And it's just like, can I, can I slow this down and really feel the textures of the food? And when we do this, our brain registers more satiation. So it's like, wow, I'm actually experiencing this. I don't have to eat so much and it's slowing down. So you're actually catching up with your fullness versus inhaling food, way too much food. And then like 20 minutes later, you're like, oh God, why did I eat so much? Now I'm sluggish and I'm slow and I'm bloated and I'm, you know, I'm butting my pants. And it just, we don't show up in the world. That was one of the, that was one of the reasons that really got me to stop binging was just the awareness of how much energy it sucked from me when I did it, when I overate, especially at like a party or a holiday. Like my goal for the holidays when I realized like, okay, my intention to be here is like to be like happy and like connected and like present with my family. When I overeat or like at a restaurant, I feel horrible. And then I don't want to socialize. I don't want to be, I just feel like gross and tired and sluggish. And it's like, that's not what I want. I was like, okay, cool. I could keep eating and overeating, but like, what is this getting me? And realizing like, it's not worth the like three extra bites to feel horrible. And so when I could slow down and actually make that conscious choice, like, cool, I could keep eating, but like, what do I actually want? How do I want to feel? Oh, and reminding myself, like, I can always eat again. Like if I get hungry, I can always eat again. It's not worth like overstuffing myself now. And a lot of it's using the tool of future projection of being able to project yourself in 10 minutes. How am I going to feel if I keep eating? How am I going to feel in 20 minutes? And choosing that, getting excited to feel good versus just that like 20 seconds of dopamine hit and then it's over again. So being able to future project is so powerful. Okay, so kind of recap, went a little tangent there. Engage all of your senses so you can get all the satiation signals. Chew thoroughly, put your fork down between bites. Many of us have heard this, but it's easier said than done. So just practice, it's noticing and practice. All these tools are just, just things to start bringing awareness to. And one of my favorites that a lot of my clients love this is using a speed bump. Okay, so especially if you're out to eat or at a holiday dinner, basically what it is, is dividing your plate in half. So you get served a meal, you get served food. Divide your plate in half. And when you get to that halfway point, it's a chance to check in with yourself. It's a reminder to put your fork down, to check back in and get curious, where are you at on your fullness scale? So if you can have your fullness scale at zero to 10, zero being like not full at all, 10 being so stuffed, you're gonna, you feel like your pants are gonna explode. We want to shoot for like a seven, that's satiated, not stuffed. So you're energized from your food, but you're not overly stuffed. And so to check in when you eat, when you get to that halfway point, like, where am I at? Take a minute, get a tea, let yourself like, di like digest and be there. And if you're out like, and other people are still eating, get a to-go box. Cause it's so hard when the food's just sitting in front of you not to just pick at it because everyone else is still eating. Or if you're at a holiday meal, like get it out of your face. Even if it's, you know, maybe not the most polite thing, like do it, it's worth, People would rather you be energized and feel good than you getting a to-go box. Like, that's totally fine. Just get it out of the way um, so you're not tempted. And, and then, you know, if you are still hungry and you're like, you know, I'm only at like a five, probably. Divide it in half again, check back in, create little speed bumps for yourself. All right, and then, yeah, get a tea. 
And a lot of us are conditioned to eat everything on our plate, especially the generation, like my parents' generation. Um, it was like, you better finish every single bite. People are starving in Africa. You better finish every bite. And what did that do? That made us ditch our actual intuition and, and being able to honor our bodies. And it was just like, you better eat. So even we deny our, our feelings and just eat till everything's gone. So if this is you, if you feel like that's what happens, I definitely invite you to do the speed bump. And then honestly, what helped me, because I was, I did this, was purposefully leaving a bite on my plate, like purposefully leaving or bites, multiple bites, and even putting that in a container, even if it's ridiculous, like it's one bite, just do it. It's about the conditioning of the mind, not the actual logistics of like, it's just one bite. It makes a difference. It's retraining yourself to not just finish for the sake of finishing the plate okay and then my favorite tool is the post meal ritual which has helped me i still use this every time i eat is basically doing something once my snack is over a meal is over to give me something to do to so that i know the meal is done and then i'm not looking for another hit of dopamine from food so a lot of times as i mentioned i used food to procrastinate it was like I don't want to go back to work yet. So I'm just going to keep eating. Cause that's my excuse to not work. It was like, for some reason I made up in my mind that that was the only like, like allowable reason if I'm eating. So I'll just keep eating. I was like, wait a minute. And so noticing that pattern pattern and getting, you know, once I finished, I got to my own speed bump or was that my seven would get a tea, would get a club soda, would go for a walk, doing something to buffer between me and having to go back to work or me and whatever I may have been avoiding. And so I invite you to try this and it just gives a signal to your brain and it gives it something to do, like to go towards. So it's not just in this limbo, wanting another bite for this, just for that hit and flavor. So try it, hot tea, sparkling water, hot water with lemon. You can do a decaf coffee or regular coffee. Um, can chew gum like a pure gum one that doesn't isn't filled with a bunch of artificial flavors ideally and yeah try that and then my last tip for you is to walk after your meal it's so good for your digestion it's so good for your blood sugar especially if you're eating a carbier meal like or a hot big holiday meals to walk after it's going to help it's going to help balance your blood sugar and help improve digestion and you'll just feel better. And then it's also something to like an activity to do, like, okay, meal's over, let's go. And it doesn't have to be like some power walk, just a gentle, brisk walk, like get up, enjoy your, enjoy your evening or whatever, you know, afternoon, take a little time for yourself. Even if it's two minutes to get outside, you're worth that for sure. So those are my tips for you today for your, for your Monday motivation. And I would love to hear from you guys. If you want to connect with me on Instagram at mindful belly, that's M I N D F U L B E L L I E DM me anytime. And if you are looking for support in coaching, I do one-on-one coaching with primarily people who are struggling with emotional eating, sugar addiction, or just really struggling to lose weight and keep it off or a lot of autoimmune health issues gut health issues, because this is all stuff I struggled with. So no judgment ever. And you don't have to do this alone. I wish so badly I had had a coach 
in the beginning because I spun my wheels for so long doing all these things I thought were healthy. In reality, I just was kind of keeping myself in the hamster wheel. So if you'd like, you can set up a strategy session with me, just a quick 30 minute call and we'll see if we'd be a good fit. Otherwise, you know, January, 2022, after the holidays, we're going to be doing another reset. So check that out. If that interests you, if you'd rather be part of a, of a group and get that group accountability, group support, and I'll be with you for 21 days to get it going. And anyone listening who's in my reset, I'm so proud of you guys. Like, I can't emphasize how amazing this group is doing, really stepping up for themselves, really using these mindfulness tools. And it's so fun to watch. So keep going. Anyways, happy Monday. Show up for yourself. This is a new week. You are so worth it. Bye.